Recording in progress. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What is up, everybody? It is Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. And uh, I'm going to be having two shows today, if not three, probably two, though. Uh, Welcome on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN, uh, with other great shows, such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, This Is It with Lizzie, and Saved by the Ben, and sponsored by Fred Ben Savage's Buck, Stonery's Productions, Hypnosis Great, Hardcore Comedy, and SuckEmUp.org. So let's get right into it today. I have a special guest today, and that special guest today is Dr. 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 Don Mensch. And that, I I like saying doctor, because that's (laughs) that's fun, so. Who doesn't who doesn't like hearing doctor? Seems <laughs> call me Dr. Don. <laughs> Dr. Don. Okay. Um so I can call you Dr. Don. So I'll go with Dr. Don then for today. Okay. All right. So um let's see. So I see you have a plethora of books in front of me. Yes. And I have I assume my, that's my own library. Your own library. Your own library. Uh, so what, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from what you probably answered a whole bunch of times. <laughs> so um, let, let me get into this first. Okay, so when you are you got an idea for a book, where is that going? Do you carry around a notepad? Do you have a tape recorder? Do you have a typewriter? Do you use your computer, your phone? Do you have a chisel and some stone? Sometimes it's a napkin and a restaurant. So, a napkin and a restaurant. Um, I, was, I forgot that one. <laughs> Usually on there. I have, uh, my books are based on my travels. So when I'm traveling, I normally know what I'm doing. I will might want to uh, write a book on. We do a lot of things together as a family. We go, especially over the pandemic, I have three children. They're all grown and I have six grandchildren. So my children are really into camping. So they set up camping trips every month. So over the pandemic, we got to do lots of things. We went to the Grand Canyon and the Sequoias, and we just went everywhere. So I did a lot of um, things doing during that time. I caught up on my books. I had kind of a little goal for myself that I was going to publish a book a year when I started in 2008. And of course, things happen. You get busy. So during the pandemic, I caught up and published about five books. So now I'm catching up on the things I'm doing now. So in October, I went to New England and saw all colors. Um, We went to Vermont and New Hampshire and Maine. I have an occupational therapist that was in my classroom, and then she stayed with me for a while. She was from Maine, 
So when we went there to see the colors, we spent some time with her. She drove us all over Maine. I think we hit every inch of Maine that there is. And sure. we even went to Stephen King's house and um, he was actually outside. So we got to see oh. him. And so we did a lot of interesting things. So right now she's finishing the last illustration for that one. So it has lighthouses and um, all, of course, all the fall colors and some history. It's pre-K to first grade. So when we were sitting in a van, it was a photography tour. So there's only seven of us. And I would take notes, you know, not very many. Mostly I take pictures and then um, take pamphlets or wherever we're from, we're going to. And I was using, I was using napkins and things. And the lady, she was the um, navigator. And she said that there was more colors than a box of crayons. So I said, can I use that for the title of my book? And so she let me use it. So it's called Queen Vervinita Finds More Colors Than a Box of Crayons. And they are, if you've never been there, it's beautiful. It's so amazing. And so that one's coming out, probably it'll come out in the fall. And um, I got a lot of my ideas from just interacting with the people that were with us and all of the people in the tour are in the books. And so I've done things where I went on, on trips and I had my computer with me and I was sitting, waiting in the airport for the airplanes and I start writing my books. Um, I've spread my illustrations out on hotel beds, you know, just sort them out. It just matters where I am and what I'm doing because on top of writing my books, I also teach K through 12. I teach moderate to severe disabilities. I have 12 to 22 year olds right now. I lecture at the local university, our new teachers, and I mentor new teachers. And for a while, um, I was going to Sacramento like once a month and working on our testing. So I was very busy. So I was doing things in between everything else. So testing for what? Um, the state testing that our students do. Okay. So Are you in up, California then? Sorry. Yeah. So I would go up okay. to Sacramento and we would um, either create test questions. We would analyze them, um, you know, all the different format for forms that the test has to go through. I've done all of that. It's really interesting. I bet. And so what I mean, what was open during the, the pandemic where you were able to go camping? I mean, I know a lot of places for some reason, camping was shut down since, um, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But uh, so, I mean, you were you were able to go out and go camping still during that. Yeah, we went, um, we go to a lot of the KOAs, so they're open. They just had different rules, um, like the pools, like you, they couldn't just go to the pool. You had to reserve the time and only like your family was in the pool, which is actually, we really like that. After got, we got sure. used to that, you know, not being able to go whenever we wanted to. Um, it was kind of nice being the only ones in the pool <laughs> and things like that. But the KOAs were open. The national parks, they like we went to Zion and sure like some of the, the bus goes up the canyon and so some of the stops weren't open so we didn't get to see all of it and they only had so many tickets for the buses but you could still camp the deer still came in your campground um it was so we got to do a lot like the sequoias some of the places were closed but we could still drive through it you know so we did a lot of that yeah and so yeah i mean that was uh uh, an interesting time. And so you decided that you're going to get in a lot of writing and yes. and creating. Um, I mean, was there a time? So 
uh, I've been asking this question. So when they say, "Hey, you can't go anywhere. You're you're <laughs> you're here." Did you? And so I mean, that, I assume then you didn't. Uh, I don't know. Did so? Did you have? I guess a couple of questions then. Um, did you have online classes then, or was that something that was more difficult with um, working with? Uh, with, you know, students that needed extra help. Um, how did that work out, I guess, first? Well, when it started, I was actually in Sacramento. And when we're up there, there's teachers from different districts. And they were getting notified before we were. And oh. everybody was like, what's going on? They were closing the districts down and the teachers were up there. So I came back and I spent one day in the classroom and they said, oh, it'll be two weeks. And they we didn't go back. And then two weeks turned into, you know, almost two years. Right. <laughs> so at first it was it was a shock, you know, it was like our students can't do this online. And we couldn't even go back into our classrooms to get the curriculum we were working on. We had to start from scratch and send these envelopes home. And I kept trying to send like I collected pine cones. I live in the mountains, collected pine cones and sent the craft home to make the birdhouses for the parents. It was really hard to think about what to do. And then when we got the hang of it, um, it worked out pretty good. And um, the parents had to be more involved. And I think that part was really helpful because they saw more of what their their child can and can't do. And, you know, some were, of course, very active with their parent with their children. And then some weren't able to do that. But I just spent that time writing my books. And we actually did a lot. We like to go up to the beach. So we drove up there. There was nobody on the freeways. There was nobody in the yeah. hotels. I mean, it was actually nice. <laughs> I loved it. And I loved every bit of it. Where did all these people come from? They need to go back home. You know, right. one time we went to the beach and um, my friend from Maine was here. So we wanted to show her our beaches and we stayed on a pier and we took my grandson. He was, I think he was like nine and nobody, you couldn't stop on the beaches. You know, they, they were actually, the lifeguards were actually like yelling at people. There was a lady there with a little baby and they were playing in the sand and they got yelled at. They had to leave. You, you could exercise so you could walk. You couldn't stop. So we walked down the beach wow. and my grandson swam in the ocean beside us and jumped around. So this is huh. him. And okay. this, bird, this bird was there every day. <laughs> And then this is my friend from Maine. And so we were walking along and there was a huge jellyfish right in front of us. Oh. So she starts doing this jig, trying to not step on the jellyfish. And she didn't, oh. but this is her trying to jump over the jellyfish. Oh. So everything in my books is um, real people, real things that happen to us. And real, you know, this is a camping trip that we do every year at the beach. So that's what my books are about. <laughs> So are you doing the illustrations then too? Or is that somebody oh, no. <laughs> different? <laughs> no, not me. Um, my I met her at one of my book events and she when I lived in Atalanta, she lived a block from me. But she actually takes the pictures that I take from the trips and either uses one picture or a collage of pictures and creates the illustrations from the actual trips that we go on. And she's she's very talented in doing that. Yeah. And so um with this being sort of uh, something that's been going on, and uh, I, I myself am a creator in a few different aspects. Um, where are you with 
chat GPT and mid journey and stuff of that nature, as far as with book writing or, you know, other stuff of that nature. Um, Cause I, I've, I don't know. It's, it's a hard thing for me. I've, I'm kind of on both sides. I, like I've spent tons of time doing a lot of things, uh, make, so making music. Uh, I can't draw worth a lick, but I mean, this thing could, could do it for me or writing, um, you know, being able to come up with stuff of that nature fairly, you know, a lot faster than I used to be able to. And, um, where 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 are you with it what are you kind of seeing and with how it's going to progress and where you are headed with it um well when i started it was just this one and it's just basic calendar skills i added my students to it we did some plays and then i decided to publish it so i named it after my grandmother and i published it and that's all i was doing i was done published my book i'm done i didn't think about marketing it or any of that <laughs> But the publisher did, and I got an award, and then I started getting interviews, and people started going, well, what are you going to do? Like, what's your next one? I'm like, there is no next one. That was it. Huh. And so from there, um, I started writing about my travels, and it's expanded into a whole career that is just building day by day. You know, every time I think, okay, then some, some other opportunity comes up. So right now, I write book reviews for a magazine. I judge, I think, three literacy contests right now. Um, I am a, ended up being on the board of a nonprofit that gives books away all over the world. Um, I Oh, gosh, I can't even tell you how much I do. Now I'm helping to market other authors. I've won over, I think, I have to count again, but I think it's over 80 awards now. This series has won literacy awards. I have a couple of screenplays and entering them in film festivals. I've been, I'm winning yesterday. I won four awards. One was Paris, London, New York. I mean, they're all over the world and it just, it expands every time I went to a craft place to make a wreath just to have some fun, you know, for myself. And we started talking, you know, they're talking about their websites and what they're doing. And I mentioned that I write children's books so she said, oh, I want to do something with the kids. And so she set up some um, events where I'm going to read my books and we're going to make some kind of food for um, that goes with the book. We're going to do the astronomy one. And then um, she's going to have a craft. So we're going to do that uh, the next three weeks. And so you just you never know. You never know who you're talking to or what you're doing. And it's going to just turn into something else and then that will turn into something else i went to a, a fan con um, a couple of weeks ago and from there there was a lady who had a little um engineer cap on for like the railroad and so i went over there to see you know what what she was doing and she has the first polar express in california and i don't even think i have that book here and so i actually wrote a book we during the pandemic we went um it was before the pandemic, but we went during the pandemic too. But there's a train from the Grand Canyon, from Williams, Arizona to the Grand Canyon. And then we went back, put our pajamas on, and we went on the Polar Express. So I wrote a book for that for Christmas. And I told her, oh, I wrote a book. And so she is going to put the book in her bookstore. 
And then she's going to create an event for that before the Polar Express comes in their place. And so I can't tell you where I'm going to go with this because it changes weekly. <laughs> right. Well, what I guess I was getting at was with uh, AI help and stuff. Where where oh, are oh, you? But, oh, that's, I don't use that. No. You, you don't use that? I mean, you use, okay, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, I, I see it a lot. And I know that it's kind of been starting to flood, especially the children's market, um, children's book market. There's been a lot of, of that. Yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen any of it coming through I or? I've seen a lot of, because I have a lot of the author groups on my Facebook, and there's a lot of people complaining about it. There's a lot of plagiarism, or they feel there's a lot of plagiarism. And, um, but my, my illustrations come from my actual um, trips and my actual people in my life. So I'm never going to be using that because it wouldn't even go with anything I'm doing. Um, I think people should be very careful about the plagiarism and making sure that they're using their own ideas. Right. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, there is using their own ideas and I like with that and like with the pictures, usually it's uh, or, you know, any art is very difficult because what they're pulling from is, uh, you know, work that has been done before. Yes. And so it's not just coming up with stuff out of the blue. So, right. I mean, it's it's plagiarizing it in a way and then um and yeah but i mean yeah kind of taking a shortcut <laughs> right yeah. yeah i'm gonna be creative but i'm actually just gonna use everybody else's ideas and put them together and then make it mine that's not really being creative you know right yeah and i mean i mean yeah that was i don't know because i saw a thing everyone's saying oh you should you know get on to uh you know the, the make money quick uh things of the internet you know get on to chat gpt start making a bunch of you know children's books and you know selling them on amazon and and all that and um and then you have the pictures be made by it too and um yeah i don't know <laughs> it's tough and then like with music I, I mean i spend so much time making songs and then i can type in just what i want i want this at this beats per minute with this kind of sound these instruments and it comes up with something better than i can do in 30 seconds and it, it gets a little frustrating and um or you know jokes that i wrote 10 years ago like give me give me new punchlines for my jokes and that's just it's a very much it's a shortcut and it's yeah and it's i don't know sometimes it's easy to detect but sometimes it's not easy but then it's been one thing that i like to use it for though is for um stuff like writing the description and uh yeah seo stuff because that's something i know zero about and don't feel like I'm stealing from somebody with that one. And I, I feel okay about it. And, um, but I don't know, it's, it's a whole new world and it'll be interesting to see kind of where any of it goes and who, you know, how people adapt and how people right. pivot and everything else. And, um, 
So I mean, where where are people finding your store or you not your stores, your uh your books besides coming over to your your library um and knocking on your door and saying, <laughs> "Hi, can I go to the Dr. Don Library?" <laughs> on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere online, just Google Queen Vernita or my name or um, one of the names of the books and it'll, they'll all come up. Um, Where did Queen know, Vernita so pretty... come from? Queen Vernita um, actually is my grandmother. Her name, her name was Vernita, so I named the book after her. Okay. And when she was well, alive, she would come to some of the book signings with us. That's cool. So then you got to do that with your grandma and you know, yeah. have her be there. And so, um, and yeah, so she go on the trips with you and do yeah. that as well. She was a world traveler. And so she kind of got my mom into traveling the world. My parents had a sailboat, so they're very um, adventuresome. So my mom got me into traveling internationally. Um, and I'm actually getting ready to go to Italy in a few weeks. I'm going to an author event with a woman I did um, interview with during the pandemic. She lived in Jamaica at the time and then she moved to Italy. So she's doing an author event, gonna go there, um, give a talk on how to create storytelling from your own life and be on a panel. And of course see Italy, I've never been there. So I'm really excited about that. We're, we're and there'll be a couple Italy. of books about it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, whereabouts in Italy? It's, it's out of Rome. We're flying into Rome, but it's out of Rome. It's in a small town. The name of the hotel is called the Domus. I can't tell you the okay. name of the town itself. <laughs> so you're pretty inland, right? Correct? It's going to be on the coast. There's a picture of a, the coast that's on the okay. coast. I don't so, know my my Italian geography very well, I guess. I know. I, I accidentally <laughs> made the airlines a day early. And she's like, well, you know, you're not supposed to come in till Monday. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so oh, this morning I was hard. making the hotel room. And of course, it's all in Italian. <laughs> oh, no, what any of this so, says. <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I don't I don't know any days of the week in Italian <laughs> or uh, I don't know much of Italian except yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you enough. So, yeah, so I mean, so I assume that's somewhere probably near the Mediterranean then. Um, <laughs> when I go there, I will know. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you can, we'll see it in the book. Yeah, uh, actually, when, that's a, see, that's a great idea is putting the days of the week that in Italian and the things in Italian in the new they book. Can learn. Yeah, so, they can, <laughs> so see, yeah. you just gave me an idea for my book. <laughs> there you go. And I mean, yeah, who wouldn't, uh, so, I mean, yeah, if, you know, you can have both, you know, be like, oh, I don't know what, what Tuesday is in, uh, in Italian, but in uh, English, it is Tuesday. What is it in Italian? <laughs> you know, I think it could be a good way, yeah, to get, uh, yeah, get some, a little extra learning in for everyone. Yeah. So, and yeah, um, for people when they go to Italy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um Dr. Don, thank you so much for being on. Uh, it was great getting to talk with you and getting to, to learn a little bit more about your, your life here and everything. And um, yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, and have a good uh, rest of your day and uh, best of luck out there in, in Italy. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Right. Bye. All right, that was Dr. Don Minch. Um, check out her books. Um, yeah, get on the children's book train.
Uh, if you don't have kids, you can still read children's books. Nothing wrong with that. It's a suggested age. Uh, you know, and books are going to be helpful. Uh, you got uh, James Holzhauer of Jeopardy fame. He would like to read children's trivia books, and that's how he knows a lot of the trivia that he knows. So children's books, they have some. It's not just for, yes, a suggested age, uh, much like board games, except for the ones that are, you know, three to 99 or something like that. I think most are pretty much, and anyone can play whatever as long as they want and as much as they want. And, and it's okay. So thank you everybody for listening here. Like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend, and I will put links to her books and her pages in the show notes so you can check those out. And yeah, check out other shows on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, such as When the Gloves Come Off, This Is It with Lizzie, um, The Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, and Saved by the Ben. And this is sponsored by Fred Ben Savage's Buck, Stoney's Productions, Hardcore Comedy. Hypnosis is great and sockemup.org. And that is the show, man. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right?